Welcome to Whole Minds, Healthy Bodies, the podcast, a 360 health initiative from Aetna exclusively for you, the MTA, where the goal is improving your total health and well-being. Today, we are kicking off a five-part series into meditation, the why, the when, the where, the what, and the how. And if you have taken 10 minutes out of your day to listen to this, thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for taking an interest in your mental health. Whether you're brand new and skeptical or have meditated before, today's guest is here to give us the building blocks we need to build this practice into our lives. And here's the good news. You've probably done this before. Have you ever stopped yourself in a moment of anxiety or frustration to clear your head? To take a walk? Or how about a moment of gratitude? When's the last time you stopped what you were doing to be thankful? Was it at the dinner table? At your place of worship? On your walk home after seeing some friends? The lives you lead day to day at the MTA can feel busy and overwhelming, but can also feel empowering and wonderful. Life's a roller coaster, and we need a tool in our tool bag that allows us to slow it all down in order to be present here in this moment. But I'm no expert, and that's why I've asked my friend and colleague, Shanti Douglas, to be here with us today. Shanti is on a mission to empower others to have greater confidence and ease as they navigate their way through stressful times, to help them recognize their strengths with joy, and to create a life fulfilled. Having developed and or facilitated over 2,000 workshops and spoken to over 60,000 people on a wide range of topics, including meditation, I am so excited she is here to talk with us today. This is episode one, Setting Up Your Practice. Welcome to the program, Shanti. Thanks so much, Kai. Super, super happy to be here with you and everyone who's listening. I'm going to invite you to play along today and, you know, just kind of see how it moves with you and through you. It's wonderful to have you. And, you know, our listeners, you know, the wonderful people of the MTA of New York City, um, you know, are here listening and they've taken time to check in with us because they're curious about meditation. I can speak from personal experience here. I was someone that was extremely skeptical about meditation. Are you familiar with that? Oh, completely skeptical. Yes. So, so I guess talk to us about the why, like why meditate? What's so important about it? Yes. You know, there's so many different reasons why we, why it's helpful to meditate, why it really adds to a level of health and well-being. A lot of it's been researched over the past uh, 15 plus years. So you can go to the science and really check that out. But whenever we're looking to install a new routine, a new program, even a new interest, I think it's really important to come back to your personal why. I can empathize with that because when it comes to the why, sometimes it feels like, oh, here's one more thing I need to do today. It can feel overwhelming. Right. That that should, that external should, mm. which seems pressure filled. Um, and then, you know, what I find when we feel that type of why that's filled with should we don't stay committed to things and we get really frustrated with ourselves when we don't have the expected results that we want, which typically we're looking for in a short period of time. Right. I need that fix yesterday. Um, and here I am looking at what I what feels like a lifelong journey, right? This this mental health conversation and this tool of meditation, um, just kind of being part of that tool bag to kind of help us um, be better versions of ourselves day to day. 
completely. So when you're looking at why do I want to set up this practice, I always invite you to have a level of playfulness, of curiosity, but also taking those moments to reflect. You know, maybe you're, you'd like more ease in your life. You know, maybe it's harder to sort of let go of the day at the end of the workday, um, you know, during those transition times before you're getting back into your regular home. Maybe you're missing yourself, you know, where it's like, who am I? What am I doing here? Um, or just, you know, even when you are going through your day, noticing that you're not as present as you'd like. Maybe you get more agitated or irritated more easily than feels good. So meditation can be, you know, really inclusive for any of these reasons. And it's very, very individual. Well put. And so I guess when we're talking about the why, well, I guess the next step is like, well, when, you know, when, when should I meditate? I find that the I call them the AM and the PM bookends, whether, you know, your AM and PM is at night or in the daytime or anytime. But these are the times that at least when we're initiating a practice, they're in our control more than we are when we're at work. So it doesn't particularly matter when you create a routine of meditation, it's more important of at least in the beginning to be consistent with that so that not only does your routine know when it's time to do it, but your brain and your body are eventually going to get a little bit excited to do it, right? It's really looking forward to that space and that time, which is about you spending time with you. All right. Looking for consistency. So that next step though, where, where should I be meditating? So again, to create a place that feels good for you, it could be a nook and cranny chair that you have in your, in your home. It could be a park that you go by and it's really nice to sit on a bench or by a tree. I often find that somewhere that's quieter than the normal day hum and drum of things is very influential and very nourishing um, and encouraging to a meditation practice. So wherever that place is that you feel, yeah, you know what, I can drop in, I can slow down, I'm not in the rush of the day. And it's sort of like creating a bubble of quiet peace around yourself. So where, again, is all up to you and your, your condition, whatever you have for yourself. Just to be mindful of like our listeners here, um, you know, this is New York City. Uh, I lived there for eight or nine years. Um, it isn't very quiet. So, <laughs> you know, I think what I maybe we'll get into this over the coming episodes, but, you know, our ability to actually find a quiet space or does quiet necessarily mean like the absence of noise, right? Like what are we, can you maybe explain quiet a little bit? Yeah. So quiet doesn't have to be the absence of noise. It's more of offering yourself a space, a place, and a time where you can turn to whatever the focal point is, which is, you know, typically in meditation, we begin with ourselves, we begin with our breath, we connect to our body. So it might be that, hey, I've got to put some earbuds in, or I've, you know, have to put some headphones on or something like that, just to kind of give yourself a buffer. Um, and, you know, you don't need a big space. You need a place for your body. So it can be a little nook and cranny in your 
um, in your room. I had a client one time where she lived in a, a really small studio apartment and she created a meditation space in the bottom of her closet. <laughs> you know, she had a little cushion there. She raised up her clothes and it was, it felt like a little cocoon. And I thought that was just such a great um, transformation that she did for herself in her self-care practice. Great. So that brings us to the how. You know, what what is what does the next, you know, four or five episodes look like? And, you know, what kind of tools are we going to be building? Yeah. So what we're going to begin with is, you know, creating initially beginning a level of ease with ourselves. You know, this practice, um, it's I'm I'm going to come to it from, hey, it's a new thing that we're doing here. And sometimes, you know, when we slow down, the world feels really, really busy and loud. And we feel like we've got to keep moving around and, uh, you know, buffering against these distractions or these demands. So coming into a more safer zone and a feeling sense of being okay, being right here, that I don't necessarily always need to do something hmm. is really, truly what we're going to end up be pra end up practicing with. And we'll We'll do it in a few different ways. I will guide us in our meditations. Initially, there'll be more guidance through our meditation. The invitation is to keep coming back to these, uh, to practice with them, to play with them. And then eventually we'll extend the quiet time in between. So not to worry, I'll lead us and guide us through this whole process. Great, great. I love that. And, and just for our listeners, like, just a reminder that, you know, we're here, this is a resource for you. Um, but it's not like you'll get to a place where great, I've learned meditation, right? It's an ongoing skill that can be a lifelong practice. And, you know, speaking of practice, uh, do you want to guide us through something now, Shanti? Yeah, let's let's do that. Right. So um, yeah, let's just maybe Take a peek at our body right now, and I invite you to readjust your posture and readjust it in a way so that you feel that you're not holding yourself so tightly. Uh, so this is, you know, with a spine taller, more erect, balance, relax your belly. Really let the breath flow in your body with that relaxed belly. If it feels comfortable for you or if you're in a, a situation where it would feel easeful to close your eyes, I invite you to do that or simply create a soft haze gaze. Just a light touch of what might be right here in front of you. And then gently scan through your body and soften. Just let things go. If you're sitting on a seat, allow the full weight of your body to be received on the seat. If you're standing, just allow the fullness of yourself to be held by the earth, by the ground. And in these moments, there's nothing to hold on to. 
it's really okay to put down, to softly let go. Emotional tension, thoughts, or just the busyness of what might be next. Just letting yourself be right here. Relaxing that belly. Letting that more deeper, natural breath create a sense of ease and presence. It's as if you're in a gentle bubble. Nothing needing to come in, nothing needing to move out. Just being right here. And to close this first initial practice, I always invite a gentle smile on my face, a smile of appreciation for taking these few minutes, for practicing, for playing, for being curious. And I invite you to listen to this bell as we come back. Wow. Thank you for that practice, Shanti. You're so welcome. I'm so glad to be here with you. Thank you to our listeners for taking time today to invest in yourself. Please join us for episode two, Gentle Curiosity, where we'll explore what it means to have a lighter attitude by being more playful and curious. But before you go ahead to episode two, sit with today's concepts for a week and see what you discover. Thanks again for being here, Shanti. Take care. Until next time, everyone. Take care.